Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. Hello. Hello. How are you on this fine quarantine slash slightly opening up California morning? <laughs> well, we're, we're recording this for context for people. It'll be like in like seven weeks or something probably. But uh, we are recording this on Mother's Day. We are. Uh, so I just had a nice Zoom meeting with my family that was vacillating between being silly and, and missing each other and uh, everybody rambling about the COVID crisis and yeah. then teaching me about the pandemic paranoid video conspiracy theory thing that is, I guess, spreading all over social media and gaining traction, even though it's 100% bullshit. So. I just, I just, I just can't. (laughs) I'm so glad we have things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to have as escapism, but also kind of uh, mirroring reality quite a bit, unfortunately. I have to say, I'm really eagerly anticipating this this, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s return because I want to escape to their finale you know yeah and slightly related to shield i've just started out of sheer boredom watching uh blind spot with jamie alexander from shield and and uh, the mcu um the chris hardwick tv show oh is she oh damn it (laughs) isn't she i think she might be right yeah 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 damn it i forgot about that well fine I've di- um, I've disliked her for a while as far as an actor goes, and I wanted to give her a shot because other people like that show. But now I'm disappointed. But I guess you know Hulu's already paid for, so I'm not giving them any money. <laughs> and the show I think might be ending this season, so I can always yeah. fingers crossed that I won't be watching it live this season. So I won't. Isn't um, <laughs> isn't yeah, but- Lincoln in that too? Ooh, he might be. I don't I think, think he is he- in the first think- couple episodes. Yeah, he I might, think he, he might is. end up on it. Yeah, I don't know if he's still on it, but I think he was at some point. I feel like I see now. Now I'm gonna have more curiosity. Are you rethinking (laughs) everything about this? Is making me rethink it. Between Chris (laughs) Hardwick, apologist being involved, and then that, and then then the fear of uh, was it Luke Mitchell? His name? Yeah, Luke Mitchell. Like again. I kind of want to see him play an Australian, but uh, other than that, yeah. <laughs> other than that long rambling answer, I'm doing okay. How are you doing uh, with self isolation and with uh, Shield rewatching and everything? Okay, I cried a lot at this episode. God, <laughs> or is it? Yeah, it's this one and the next one. This is this, this is, was is my... this one where Mac returns. Yes, right. No, yeah. it's next episode where he finally returns yeah because they gotta do the thingy with the superpowers uh okay save him yeah um all right so this oh before we get started we're part of the but why though podcast community so be sure to check them out on twitter at but why though pc and their website but why we're super proud to be a part of their community um so this is season four episode 21 the penultimate episode uh for the end of season four and it is very intense it's just as intense if not more than i remember it this is titled the return um which i find it interesting that this is called the return it, it, this is a good title for this episode because robbie returns like everybody returns or well, almost everybody returns yeah, from the framework <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they return back to the base oh no they don't 
do they return back to the base here? I think so. I'm getting these like mixed up, like what happens in each. I'm going to, I like, once we start talking, I'll figure out. I think they do. In this. I, I, I think they do in this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they do. Cause they have to go whatever. Anyway, this is written by Marissa and Jed Whedon directed by Kevin Tantron. It's a family affair. Originally aired May 9th, 2017. Um, so if you forgot from last time, Mac will not leave the framework. He doesn't want to leave Hope. And Fitz has disappeared with Ada. She can teleport. And the Zephyr is being shot at by Russians. Um, we start out on the oil rig base that is deep underwater. And Ivanov, one of the Ivanovs, is reading the Dark Hold. Um, and this, these events are happening concurrently with Colson and May coming back and then Ada getting her body and Fitz, um, seeing her and then them disappearing. So, um, Ivanov's like, oh, has the little puppet finally made herself into a real girl? Cause he, you know, sees the machine and she's not in there anymore. And then he walks into the room just as Ada and Fitz disappear. And Coulson's like, what the fuck? Like, can we please get a break? Like, she now has inhuman powers? Like, what the hell? Like, how, like really? <laughs> um, and uh, he's he's like, who even knows what Hydra was doing in the framework? And then he looks at me. He's like, oh, wait, you do. And he says it in kind of like this asshole way of like, oh, you were Hydra, you bitch. Like, <laughs> but he's, I don't know. They're having a weird start to their to their newfound relationship and it's really hilarious like especially in next episode um, yeah i feel like he's uncomfortable for some for another reason i think yeah. like, like it is it, he he's he's super weird but it's because he feels guilty because of what he's gonna have to explain to her yeah. about how he, he fell for robot cheated May. on her with a robot me i i because well, I mean, he has to both admit finally that he loves her and talk to her about it and be like and i think you like me too but also Full disclosure, I kind of first told this to the robot duplicate I fell for and believed that was really you. Like, yeah, and that's we rough. drank the bottle of Hague. <laughs> like, like, I feel like just telling your best friend, like, oh, yeah, I believe that the robot imposter was you would be, like, really hard. But yeah, combine that with the telling them that you love them conversation. <laughs> and, like, that's – those are two tough conversations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's just so weird but great. It is like such a weird situation. It's a weird uh, defining the relationship conversation that they have to have. It's like nothing can be normal. In their Instead life. of like, oh, I fooled around with your friend, you know, right before I realized I have feelings with you. It's like, oh, I fooled around with you. <laughs> not you. <laughs> robot you. <laughs> because, because it was a robot pretending to be you. You get it. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, and Ivanov. So as Coulson is saying this to May, Ivanov walks in the room and he's like, "You know what? You're only alive because I had restrictions put on me, and now I don't have those." And um, uh, Coulson's like, uh, "Can you shoot him, please?" Um, and <laughs> May does shoot him, and he doesn't go down because he's a robot. And <laughs> Ivanov is like saying he has this little weird thing about like, "Oh, the shield cannot protect you," blah blah blah. And he's like. In his little monologue because he has this stupid vendetta and then um he pins colson up against the wall and he has his line about shield not being able to protect you anymore and colson opens up his shield shield from his hand and it slices half of his face off and he falls to the ground <laughs> so haha cool. yeah it was pretty cool actually um and then May was like, another fucking robot? A robot? A robot's a common occurrence now? And Coulson's like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and then they hear a noise, and there's like 10 more Ivanovs like standing around inside the base. And so they just close the door very quietly, and they're like, okay, <laughs> what do we do? 
Um, meanwhile, the Zephyr is being shot at and everybody's freaking out and like um, Daisy and Gemma are kind of like ordering people around and Davis is like, yeah, I'm doing all of that. Just leave me alone and let me fly. Um, and Piper has some really great lines too. I'm really glad that they made her a regular cast member. Also, she is queer in real life and she rides motorcycles. Um, Billy knows of her through... Um, through friends, actually. He didn't even realize that she was on S.H.I.E.L.D. until I told him. <laughs> I was like, that's Piper. And he's like, who? <laughs> um, and then apparently the room that they need to, I thought it was the weapons room, but it's the room that they need to get like the avionics controls or, or the weapons controls or something like that. Like they need access to this room and the room is on fire. So they're like, oh shit, we can't get in here. Um, and they're like, who's doing this? Who's shooting at us? And then we we go the the, the scene goes back to the um the oil rig base and Colson says this line. We call him the Russian because he's Russian, <laughs> which fair. Um and May's like, oh great. And she's like, so I was replaced by a robot. And she's like, you must have spotted the decoy right away, right? And he's like, yeah. Uh, sure and she's like wow i guess we're not as close as i thought we were and colson's just trying he's like yeah no no it's fine he's just like very much trying to avoid this conversation and like he just he like has to explain like because she's like the last thing i remember is like you know um robbie's uncle was like doing this crazy thing like what happened to robbie and he's like well he went over you know into a multiple another dimension and 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 he just has this like very succinct summation of the season's events and it's hilarious he's just <laughs> oh god because um, we forget that like oh, she sure. has no memories of the, of the real world past like the first like six episodes of the season mm -hmm. yeah it sucks um so then they're like well we can't leave mac so we need to just we have to we have to protect his body. Um, so their plan is to stay and just take over the base, take control of the base. So they have to kill all the Ivanoms, which is not great because Meg can barely stand. <laughs> She's been unconscious uh, for how many weeks? I don't even know. Like, yeah, definitely like a period of weeks. Uh, yeah. Just they were just in the sky for that long before but yeah they were in the framework i mean daisy and Gemma were in the framework right. for 10 days right something like that yeah and, and it feels like i don't know i'd say i'd say anywhere from two months to like maybe maybe even as short as like maybe six weeks but it seems like she's been gone for more than a month i would i would say yeah right? like, i think so i think it's been at least a month that she's been replaced god damn <laughs> Ugh. Um, so everything is on fire on the Zephyr and Gemma is trying to explain to Yo-Yo. She's like, there's this cable I need you to get because it like connects, you know, to this other cable. And Yo-Yo just like mid conversation just runs into the fiery room and grabs the cable. And she's like, here you go. She's like, oh, cool. And then they try to connect the cables together and they don't reach. Of course they don't. <laughs> They're like, like pulling with all their hearts, trying to get these cables to connect. And Davis is like, oh, my God, guys, there is a fighter playing chicken with us right now. It is like right in front of us. We got to get our weapons online. And they finally get the kills together. The weapons go online just in time. And the fighter gets blown up right before it attacks them. And it was very I feel, intense. I feel like that was one of the only things I missed in my in my rewatch that I did a couple weeks ago when I, when I just watched like the last five episodes all at once. Yeah. And like 
it was the was them not being able to meet the cable. Like I don't know if I was if I was making my daily pizza, or <laughs> my, 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 my self isolation pizza, or what. But uh, I I, I kind of missed that. And so like even though I knew everything was gonna be fine, like it is just effective storytelling in those kind of situations when there's the fire and the beeping and and the dark you know, corridors of the ship yeah. where I was like, oh no, are they gonna get it to, to you know, to me? And when they finally do, I was like, oh, whew. even though I knew yeah. like that they survived, like I had no actual fear of their safety but it was it was good uh suspense it was very good um so me and abby on love's beautiful town have been doing episodes on the clone wars because the clone wars just ended like last week um and we were talking about how like we know like with prequels because you already know how the story ends you know who lives or dies like you have more time to focus on the characters which is why i feel like it's so much harder this season to watch all of this stuff because we're focused on how the characters are feeling in a lot of these moments versus the plot. Um, But also they do a really good job of creating suspense in these episodes where like, okay, we know what's going to happen and we've seen this before and I'm still feeling like, Oh no, are they going to get it together? Are those cables going to touch? Are they going to get blown up? It's like, right. They're They're fine. But like, it's still really good. Like writing to, I, I think it is. I I, yeah. I think also, uh, like you say, the writing is really solid. But I think too, this is like one of Kevin uh, Tarantino's like strengths. Is we've talked yeah. before about how he's really good at action stuff, and yeah. he, he's done. He's gotten a chance to, I think, show a little bit more like of that human emotional range of directing on Shield as well. But he definitely like there's a reason why they like him for stuff with like you know hallway fight scenes and 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 stuff with like. A lot of a- big action suspense because even when intellectually we know everyone's gonna be fine, he's he's got the shorthand, the visual storytelling to like make those those uh stakes feel very real and feel very yeah. imperative. Even though it's like, wait, every one of these every one of these characters makes it out fine. Yeah. <laughs> like if they got a name, I know, but they make it. Yeah, and I mean, like I understand, like maybe us watching this for the first time, not knowing who's gonna survive. Um, but now it's like we very clearly know who's going to be fine, and I'm still like, oh no, like what's gonna happen? Like I know what's gonna happen, but you're right. I think it's- that's a testament to his skill and and their skill in writing as well as a writing team, probably having done it for a long time. Like like. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool, like you mentioned, it's a family affair, but it is kind of cool that they came together, like a, a a wife and husband and a sister and brother were able to like uh, put together something that is very effective, like a really effective uh, episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so Daisy is like, we have to go. Um, you know, Coulson and May just woke up in another place, and we have to go go to them. So they're going to go to the oil rig as well. Uh, um. So Fitz and Ada show showed up on some beach and Fitz is like freaking the fuck out, like sitting down and Ada is like going to walk into the water and she's reveling in what it feels like to feel sand and water and wind. And she it's so fascinating how um, Mallory Jensen changes how she acts because she's using these really intense facial expressions and just like her body language is so much more human now. It's like wildly different from her playing like her Android self, even like playing framework Ada. It's so much different. Um, And she's just like, oh, you know, over the moon. She's like, this is amazing. And Fitz is like, I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, like, you know, you've been, you know, you're overwhelmed. You're going through so much right now. She's like trying to like, you know 
have empathy, I, I guess, which is an interesting conversation later. Um, and she's like, you know, you you did what you had to do to survive in the framework, but it's okay. It was just a simulation. And he's like, yeah, but you were there too. And she's like, yeah, but I was a slave to the framework. Like I was, you know, I had no choice but to um, go with these algorithms. And then she's like, but everything you chose was all you, which is an interesting I don't know. She goes from like, oh, you just did what you had to do. It's a simulation. It's fine. It's not real. And then, oh, no, everything you chose was what you chose. That was really you. <laughs> um, and she just talks about how like she's like, I just, you know, changed your regret with your father. And then I just made it so that you would meet me. And this is where we find out that she inserted herself into Gemma's place at the Academy. <laughs> which, which again, like, <laughs> yeah, what good choice was it that made Gemma end up in the grave instead of being the Academy and yeah. meeting him? <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's bullshit. <laughs> um, and then she's like, I now have a choice. She has this big speech about like, I you know, I finally got what I wanted. And the first thing I choose is you. And she has these, you know, like hard eyes and Fitz is just like, horrified he's like oh god like he doesn't he it's it's so god in Stickers acting is so good right here because he looks like pulled into what she's saying but he also is like has like one hand on her chest like pushing away like oh no this can't be real like but also this is a woman i loved in another lifetime well and oh, yes I, I i feel like he does a really great job. Like, i think you're right with the subtle like facial acting and body language stuff but he also like just thinking about the character and what they must be going through because there's that other life where she, where he did love her, but also in this life, the way he treated Ada, even up until the end was like, there was an empathy and compassion for her as an emerging life form that Gemma has never shown, you know, like, God, yeah. and so like on some level, I feel like fits even separate from the framework awfulness and the weirdness of their relationship there like he has a genuine affection for ada as a creature that he helped yeah. create and that he wants he wants to have a chance to grow into something good like he doesn't want yeah. to have to be a bad thing and like like god they really put fits through the fucking ringer and then he puts us through the ringer this season <laughs> like god you, it's fascinating that you say it like that he's like the creator and so, like, you don't want to, like, give up on what you've created and just be like, okay, well, you're too evil. Bye now. Because he worked – him and Radcliffe worked so hard to build her and to, like, kind of make her into this, like, perfect mimicry of a human being. And now that she is a human being, it's like, well, now I want her to be a good person. And then I also have this other life where I loved her and – I am also a good person, kind of, but also I might be bad and she might be bad. <laughs> like, it's so confusing. <laughs> so confusing. But, God, it's the, – the layers of complexity in all of the relationships between everybody on the team now is just a lot. And I had kind of – like, I remember it being a lot, but it is really a lot. Like, even just the conversation that May and Coulson are trying to have about, like, him having a relationship with Robot May is, like, weird. And there's another layer layer to it because like Robot Coulson was like weird. <laughs> like there's just so well, many things. I feel like the most straightforward and like reasonable and comparable to real life relationship with the way the characters relate, going like on a straight linear line of of interactions and of understanding. Like I feel like Yo Yo and Mac are pretty healthy and normal until mm -hmm. this season. They're still healthy, I think, but like they still have this weird psychological fuckadoo going on that happens in, the, in this two-part finale that we're starting with right now like like that 
isn't really comparable to anything, but no one can understand, you know, like, like what she goes through with him. And yeah, like you wanted to him. leave me and die rather than leave your fake daughter, but I wasn't but enough for seeing... you to stay and you don't remember. Like, that's weird too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like <sighs> she's got to have some extra layers that maybe informs their relationship in the newest season too, in a Possibly. way I hadn't thought about. God, this show's good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that either. We'll have to discuss that when we get to season yes. six. I'm excited to get to that rewatch. No. Um, five, five, I'm very weirded out because I don't think I've rewatched any of those episodes except for the, the first part of the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I liked season five, but it's going to be a very different conversation compared to like what we're having this season. Oh, for sure. I feel um, like the whole thing in the future is going to be really weird. It's when we get back to uh, <laughs> to Talbot that I'm going to be oh like, Oh, God. That's, I forgot that happens next time. season. Good Lord. Oh, yeah, and they introduced the Disney Channel girl. That's like, oh, yeah, okay, I forgot about that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Talbot's story is so fucking tragic. And we I had forgotten how we got to that point. And then next episode, yeah, we got, they got like how we made you care about Talbot. <laughs> yeah, like next episode is where it starts, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is how it starts." He got shot. Like, oh my god. Anyway, so, um, so Yo Yo is like yelling at Daisy. She's like, "Why didn't you just make him come back?" And she's like, "I tried. I really tried." And she's like, "Well, why didn't you just knock him out and drag him through?" She's like, "I couldn't." Like, hope is in the framework, and she's like, "Oh shit!" Like, and she's like, "But hope." is dead here and she's like well she's 10 in the framework there's a reason why mac didn't want to come willingly and they're just both like oh shit and and daisy's like yeah and she means the world to him and she wouldn't have he wouldn't have left her for anything i'm sorry like he doesn't even remember who you are and yo-yo's like well it's time for me to remind him who i am and daisy's like please don't go into the framework like we need you here <laughs> like we we're being shot at like we need you <laughs> like we need to go get our people we need your powers like we need you and she's like okay well and before she mentions hope too like yo-yo's response is like yo i see you you made sure everyone you care about the most you know came back like she's mm -hmm. so mad mm -hmm. and but she she stops immediately when she hears hope and there was a really good character moment i thought because they have like really established how close Daisy and Mac are. How they are like, yeah, really, yeah. She's like, I knew him. Right. I've known him longer. <laughs> but she also says she says that. But then when she brings up hope and she sees Yo Yo's instant reaction, she's like, "He told you about that." He's like, "He never told me about that." Is like, like, and like the fact that Yo Yo already knew about hope is almost like shows how crazy it is that Matt can't remember her that like it was the person he was closest to and he has no recollection of this life still like is right. hope that enticing like daughter trumps everything dead daughter yeah. trumps everything i get it <laughs> like yeah no that sounds about right probably <laughs> but no that is a really interesting conversation cuz it's like yeah there's these these two women that are like in Mac's life that are incredibly important to him. These are probably the two most important people in Mac's life, like aside from framework hope <laughs> right now. Well, yeah, I feel like his three best friends on the team are the two of them and Fitz, you know, yeah. and they, yeah. they, they, the gulf between them keeps getting bigger and bigger between him and Fitz and it will be between everyone and Fitz because of just how things shake out. I really love the conversation that him and Daisy have in the next episode. 
we need to let's stay on track. <laughs> I keep thinking there's stuff for the next episode because it's so emotional. Anyway, um, so Colson is looking out this window, this like underwater window, and he's like, Oh, we're on this Cold War relic, blah, blah, blah. And May is like, you know that from the one fish you've seen? And he's like, No, I'm a history nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Which they are their interactions in this episode crack me up. Um, May finds a dose of epinephrine and she wants to take it so she can help fight with Colson. And um, Colson is like, that's not a good idea. And she is like saying all these really flirty things, which is like very interesting that she's it's like kind of where they left like, off. And yeah. I, I, I love that she's like, even though she's thrown for a loop, she's like ready for it. Like, yeah. Like, and like, he's. <laughs> so uncomfortable <laughs> just like doesn't respond to her flirtation and she's like okay something's wrong <laughs> like right, what is because wrong where they left off he was like clearly he was down <laughs> right yeah and and this is like he he's acting so befuddled he's acting like <laughs> first season colson when they when they would oh, yeah. butt up against flirting yeah um and then she's like okay what did my robot self do did something happen she's like did i try to kill you and he's like yes yes that is what you did you tried to kill me <laughs> Oh, God. Colson, just fucking tell her. As long as there are no more questions, yes. <laughs> yes that is what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Gemma asks Piper and David, she's like, why didn't you guys ever land and refuel? Like, why did you – why Why have you been flying this whole time? And then they watch um, the news broadcast where Talbot is declaring Daisy and part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, as terrorists again. So that is why they did not land because they are public enemy number one right now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we go to, um, Ada's apartment, which is supposed to be Ada and Fitz's apartment. And it's basically the framework bedroom that was Ophelia's, but it's in the real world. And she, it's so fucking creepy. And she's like, oh, I thought we could decorate it together. And again, Mallory is so fantastic in this because she's like, oh God, it's too much. Like she's being so human here and being like insecure, but also like eager to like start this life with him and like so in love and like worried that he doesn't feel the same way. Oh God. And then she tries to touch him and he like stops her. He's like, do you have empathy? Like you're human now. Do you have empathy? And he's like, do you, can you imagine like how your actions could be perceived? Because you were ruthless in the framework. Um, and the way she starts talking about like his father and like what she, you know, the regrets that she fixed, she has greatly misunderstood what his father's presence means to him and would have meant to him. Um, and she talks about how it was in her programming to protect everyone and to make everybody, to get, to make everybody happy and give them what they want, which he's like, okay, who else is on that list? If it's not just us. And apparently I have an office on that list too. So what Ivanov wants is to kill Colson and kill all the inhumans. So how do you do that <laughs> while also protecting uh, Fitz and Colson and everybody else? It's like, mm. all right. So um, Ivanov opens the door into the room where all the, the everybody's bodies were when they were in the framework. And he only sees Mac's body. And then he looks on the ground and he finds a broken Epi bottle and May and Coulson jump out and they take them out with a hammer and a pipe. <laughs> and the so there's multiple Ivanovs, obviously, that are fighting here. And May's combat with one of the Ivanovs is so good. They have this like hallway shot. God, I love the way Kevin Tantran shoots combat scenes. They have this shot where it's like they're looking down the hallway and they're they're fighting in the doorway. And the Ivanov has his back to us and May is facing us. And just like the way that they like move in that scene, so you could see both characters 
doing combat is so good. I was like, this is amazing. Put Kevin Tantron in charge of everything. <laughs> um, no, then, like you see why he was, well, I know it fell through, but why he was supposed to be the one behind like a big Mortal Kombat, yeah. like, like serious reimagining. Like if you're going to do that, Yes, have him do it <laughs> like, because yeah. fight, fighting, it's not the only thing he excels at, but he's really good at it. Yeah, he's that. very good. <laughs> very good. Um, and Coulson, so May, so, well, first, Coulson ends up electrocuting one of the Ivanovs because the Ivanovs like stands in a puddle of water and Coulson just grabs a, a wire and shoots it into the water and kills one of them. And then May smashes the other one's head in and is a little too hyped about it. She's like, oh, she's like still, you know, has that adrenaline going. And then she just collapses. And Coulson's like, okay, um, why aren't why are we not dead? Like we should be dead. They're just stalling for something. And I didn't fully understand what was going on here. So maybe you can fill me in on something. But Ivanov is like, okay, we found out what we needed to find out. So it's time to flood it and launch the torpedoes. <laughs> like, why didn't he just do that in the first place? I don't understand. I think I don't think they really do explain it beyond plot convenience, do they? Like, 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 you just wanted a really cool fight scene? I mean, I get that. <laughs> like, Well, I guess, like, was he waiting to confirm who was dead or who wasn't, like, or who wasn't in the framework, like, because of the possibility that they could survive somehow? But, like, I'm just wondering, well, why would he go in and check on and see that Mac was the only one still? And you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like he was checking on something. I just don't get it. it they, they didn't do a great job of that part, but they also, it feels like they almost know they don't have a good explanation. Cause like yeah. Colson's like, he's just stalling. And then immediately once he mentions that, it's like, now it's time to blow them up. Yeah. Like, it's like he reminded Ivanov by saying it or something. Oh my God. Everything that has to do with Ivanov in this season is just like, meh. Like it's like, they kind of like started to write something and they're like, well, it doesn't really matter anyway. And they just kind of like half-assed his plot <laughs> When we th- when I, think about I the feel actor that. who plays him too, it's like yeah. it's sort of worth it. Like it's just part yeah. out what's it's left pretty for that funny. motherfucker, <laughs> it's for pretty that funny. racist guy, or, or willing yeah. to take racist parts. Like, don't give him a good incentive or like uh, motivation. Like, who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned that because like him doing shit that makes no sense is actually super in character because right? his whole logic is like totally flawed and baseless for hating Coulson. Like. That's You're just true. as much a victim of things as me. It's your fault. It's <laughs> like, very true. So yeah, yeah. Ivanov launches to- launches torpedoes at the base, and Coulson is like, "May I have something to tell you? Um, <laughs> I drank the bottle of Hague. Sorry." And May starts to say, "You piece of shit!" And then all of a sudden, an explosion happens, and all this, you know, everything starts flooding, and they. And May can still hardly walk, and so Coulson's like, "Okay, I'm going to go get you up to the top, and then I'm going to go back down for Mac. So let's go." But. I do feel like having done the re rewatch of these, I've, having re watched them twice recently, I feel like I, I, I still enjoy it. It makes me laugh and, I, and, I, and it works. But I feel like May's reaction maybe can be explained by her like hot, increased like emotional state and everything else, like with like the epinephrine wearing off and being like probably covered in bed sores, you know, from being on on <laughs> IV only diet for six weeks or whatever. But I, I feel like it's a little bit played up for a comedic effect. Like May, May would be annoyed, but she wouldn't be quite that annoyed in like a regular situation. But yeah. there are extenuating circumstances beyond the comedic effect. And it's just, it's, well, it's I like, feel like 
too, like she's probably reading into the situation, like you fucking drink that hag with my robot self, you yeah, know, what, like she yeah, knows no, what she, happened. She does call <laughs> like like the next scene with the two of them that she mentioned something about Robo May. She's like she's starting to piece it together because of that. Like mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Where I think like it's like she's exhausted, she's tired, she doesn't she's disoriented, she doesn't know what's going on. She's just she's coming down off the epinephrine high, and and she just and she just figured out that that's probably why he's been all weird yep. and squicky since you know since they're talking about stuff because he's gun shy because he accidentally flirted with a robot. <laughs> you know, like, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> oh my god! For real, I having I, you know both of us love Battlestar. It's like we can't fault the person for falling for a robot and not realizing. Right? <laughs> like, or being best friends with a robot and not knowing like your entire life, like just shit happens. Or maybe yeah. you build a robot girlfriend, but she's not really your girlfriend. You're just friends. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she, you think of her more as a daughter, but then she, she makes things weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. Um, That's totally what happens. In this so, show. Like... so um, Ada is freaking out about this realization that Ivanov is probably going to kill everybody and he, you know, whatever. And Fitz is like, no, 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 don't give in to fear. We have to go save them. He's like, look, you did some bad things. Now you can like do the right thing and save everybody. So focus on your empathy, not on your fear. And his, he's like begging her. He says, please save them. And then we see that the water is rising in Max Chamber and I, I, we are kept, running out of time. <laughs> I kept thinking, like, how much of this facility is watertight? Like, how is he still connected to the framework? <laughs> I know. I know. You'd think that all the electrical stuff would go out. Um, I have something to say about that when we get to that part because it's very weird and convenient. Anyway, um, and so she teleports into the submarine and asks Ivanov to leave Shield alone, and he's like, "No, no, like you, um, you know, all of my restrictions are are are, do- are are gone. Like I don't have to do that." And she's like, "Please," and he's like, "Huh? Congratulations, you now feel regret, and that is a very human emotion." And she's kind of freaking out still, and he says that she's like an infant, unable to process all of these emotions, which that that becomes very apparent later. <laughs> and so she goes back to get Fitz, and then Coulson gets up to the top of the rig just in time for the rest of the team to arrive on the Zephyr, and Coulson's like, we gotta go get Max. So him and Yo-Yo open the door to the elevator, and then the elevator explodes, so they don't have an elevator anymore, and they're like, what about like, the, the stairs? <laughs> no, those stairs are gone, too. <laughs> <laughs> and Gemma's like, we have to go. And Yo-Yo's like, I am not leaving Mac. Um, and then all of a sudden, and they're like, uh, Yo-Yo's like arguing with everybody. Like, everybody's screaming at her that we have to leave. This thing is gonna blow. And then Ada and Fitz appear in the Zephyr with Mac. Like, and Max is on some type of remote control uh framework technology because he's unplugged obviously um well, which i guess makes sort of, uh, i was thinking about this a lot a lot like because like, it doesn't ruin anything because like you know jimma and and daisy were connected remotely like like that's fine mm-hmm. but yeah. like i also like have to think like how does that work being connected to a sustained internet signal while teleporting like, i know like, like, i was gotta kinda- I was trying to this think through this. This has something to do with Ada's like, powers, too, like in her connection still, maybe yeah, to the framework. I like, just had to suspend my disbelief because it was too much. <laughs> it was like, she I'm does like, have a down. god book. She <laughs> does have like true. a magic demon true. god book thing. <laughs> a robot so feel, has a god book. <laughs> I feel like that's our MacGuffin this season. <laughs> yeah, that's just what we're going to have to go with. 
It's um, better than some other plot holes and other and other things that people absolutely. overlook. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so Ada is like, oh my God, like I I, you know, I did it. And Fitz is like all happy too. And Gemma just stands there and she ices Ada and Fitz and is like, take them away. <laughs> I forgot on my initial rewatch <laughs> how cold. badass she was with Fitz. Like, yeah. like the Ada one, I was like, yeah, like expecting it, but I kind of shot her in the leg in the framework and called said that she meant nothing to him. Like I would have kind of done the same regardless oh, no, of whether he him or not. <laughs> like I, it would have been cool even if she like called out to him and did it like point blank right between the eyes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, just a really effective icer yeah. imagery, and it, and it worked as it is. Like just him thudding to the beach ground or whatever to the ground mm-hmm. uh, uh, with their crazy uh blue mist evaporating off of them yeah. from teleporting that that was a it was very effective very effective ending and very like man <laughs> <laughs> and the look on Gemma's face too she's like stone cold but also she's like in a lot of pain you can tell this was that yeah, was that, easy that for her scene, but also it was hard for her <laughs> that scene like ends I, I feel like it's got to be where they put in a commercial break because it's like such an effective like effective like punctuation to, oh, to yeah. this like to this plot beat in the in the episode yeah and then Gemma radios everybody she's like i've got mac let's go and the team is all back together again thank god <laughs> like i also could I, like i was i felt like this immense relief but on the second rewatch like i kept thinking like why aren't yo-yo and Colsa being like how'd you get mac <laughs> like, oh. what? what are you talking about <laughs> like we're here what is happening yeah. <laughs> like because how do I they mean, know? <laughs> like, as Colson says in the next episode, I have a I have a robot arm, and we went to an alien planet. Like this, this shit just happens. <laughs> like, no, I get why they can <laughs> accept it, but I do but, feel like how do they like they should be questioning? Like, wait, yeah. Well, they didn't want to take away from the emotional impact of Gemma shooting Fitz, so they I just, definitely like, think that was why. just happening in the background because Colson def- would have had a one liner for sure. <laughs> Oh, oh, absolutely. I definitely think that's why it's like punctuated the way it was. Cause like, it's right after she does the job. She's like, like you said, she's like, we have Mac boom, scene transition, yeah. but it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. It's, it's, it's kind of funny to think like it, it was, especially with them all stressed out, like, mm-hmm. and how off and on since this last third of the season started, still funny to say, but uh, Colson's like playing up, I think. Uh, Clark Gregg's comedic acting skills oh, yeah. and, and, and like his kind of goofy stuff a little bit. Even this episode, even back in the real world with his like, I'm a history nerd stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, so it's kind of funny. The idea is kind of funny to me of, of, of missed opportunity for him oh. to just be like, wait, who? <laughs> like, how'd you get Mac? Who has Mac? We're in here. <laughs> like, I can't even, like, Clark Gregg has the, just such good classic one-liners that I could never, I would never be able to think of. Like, just like when he was getting shot in the framework, he's like, this feels oddly familiar. Like, <laughs> who writes his dialogue? Because it's so good. Like, no, and, and-, and it feels like it's like some weird, it's like they're channeling an action hero from the 80s, but it's not what that guy would say. It's what, it's like what, it's not what what uh, Eddie Murphy would say in Beverly Hills Cop. It's what uh, Judge Reinhold would say in Beverly Hills Cop. It's like what the goofball sidekick would say. But it's just, it's also like always dead on and funny. And it's yeah. from the, the it's from the guy who's the head spy. Like it's from the American James Bond or whatever equivalent. Yeah. But he is a nerd. Like I don't know. There's <laughs> he. It's he just really well done. A, and he synthesized yeah. a really great character from like what I'm assuming had to be nothing in the movies originally. Like, you know, like, like it w- was 
he was there because Samuel the Jackson after credit couldn't. Scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his, his role was was to be around when Samuel Jackson had better shit to do. <laughs> like, but he's he's really it really he's a great actor. Like yeah. props, props props to Clark Gray. They do a great job writing him for sure, but he does a lot. Um. So they are flying into the playground, which is destroyed. And May is like, who did this? And Gemma's like, you did to stop. And she looks at Coulson to stop you from coming after us. And they're both like, huh? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Your robot selves did this. Like, oh, you don't remember because you're not a robot anymore. We all forget. Yeah, okay. He wanted to bang your robot self. We all just accepted her. <laughs> <laughs> So they start walking through the base and they're treating this like the way that they filmed this. They're kind of treating it like a death of a character, which this is a really fucking weird character. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it's it's gone. (laughs) Because it's driving me nuts. Um, And then we see a very symbolic broken picture frame with the photo of Mace, quote, saving the woman in Vienna. It's just like on the floor, burned and broken. God, poor Mace. More um, lies to hide behind. <laughs> and so they put um, Ada and Fitz, who are knocked out in the containment module in the basement, like where they would keep all the inhumans when they were adjusting to their powers. And Yo-Yo's like, they're kind of discussing what to do with them. And Yo-Yo's like, why don't we just chop off Ada's head? Didn't that work last time? And Colson and Daisy are like, mm, I don't know. Uh, she's human now. So technically, like, we'd be killing someone. That's a little weird. And Yo-Yo and Gemma are just bloodthirsty. They're like, mm, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, <laughs> And May's like, no, no. No more killing. No more death. And then they're like, what do we do with Fitz? And um, Gemma starts asking Coulson and May, she's like, what do you remember about your framework lives? And they're like, well, we remember everything. It's like we lived another life. And Gemma's like, so it's like a dream? And they're like, no, like another life. And she starts to ask if it feels just as real. And she can't even finish her sentence because what this implies for Fitz's reality. Yeah, I think right before she asked, right before she asked if it was a dream, if it was dreamlike, I can't remember which one of them it was Colson or May said that it, that it was like another life, but they know it's not real. Like, yeah. like, like, like and then she was, but it was right, still like, another right, life. When like yeah. you said, like she was just about to get out the words, like as tears were just like flowing. She's really great acting from, from so good. Elizabeth Hinstridge, like yeah. for sure. Like she's like, and she, Daisy says, you know, she, she's just afraid he's going to be who he was in the framework. And Yo-Yo was like, no, she's afraid he's still in love with somebody else. And I think, I think they're both right for I sure. Do. Like, and <laughs> it's do. and it's fucking scary. Like, because both those implications are very scary. But don't worry, because Fitz does the right thing in this next scene. So and tries to be gentle, but it <laughs> does not work. She's a she's an infant, and she doesn't know how to process emotions right now. So Fitz and Ada wake up, and Ada is like watching like the the screen that has like the you know it's supposed to simulate a window and she's like huh it's oddly poetic and blah 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 and she's like i appreciate that now and she says that saving mac was the best moment of her life and god i don't know like i kind of feel bad for her in this moment oddly enough they do a really good job of making her sympathetic right here um and she's like you know um i understand that they won't forgive me um because maybe they need me to feel pain to understand their pain which i thought was an oddly wise assessment of of human beings in general um and fits his desire like, for vengeance like like yeah. pretty, pretty much cracking it well and like you say like she's an infant emotionally but she is still like 
this AI. It's like we got like whatever a supercomputer combined with Siri dark combined <laughs> with yeah the God Book with the dark hold. It's like she's pretty. It's pretty Dude. weird, yeah. like jumble of things that she that she is because she's like yeah. she's just learning to walk with her emotions, but she understands a lot of like complex things probably better than we do. Like, like yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, and I feel like um, because she feels like Fitz is by her side because him just being there implies that he is with her. Like she can withstand anything, and then she gets a big bomb blown up in her face because <laughs> so Fitz starts going down this path of no they'll they can forgive you but it's me they shouldn't forgive and um she's like oh i know you're struggling with it he's like no i'm not it was me i did these terrible things and he's like i'm just like ward and i fucking started crying so hard when he said that because it feels so much worse in this moment than i remember it um because ward was his biggest enemy for a long time and now he's like i understand him and i hate myself because of it yeah, he's the guy who ruined his life, like who fucked up everything, who gave him fucking brain damage. And right now he's beating himself up because he probably rightfully like can at least understand how they're capable of the same shit. Like <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and feel, then no, has- it is brutal. It's really you're you're right. It was harder both rewatches than the first time, probably. Yeah. Um, and he has this line of, can she even look me in the eye? And Gemma is watching everything on camera, like in some dark hallway, (laughs) like being sad. And Ada sits down and starts to comfort him, um, by telling him, you know, she just wanted to understand what he and Gemma had and how they felt for each other. And he's like, yeah, felt past tense. My future with Gemma is dead. Um, I killed that too. He said, <laughs> "Yeah," and he's like, "There isn't room in my heart for two people," and we think that he is not choosing Gemma. And Gemma starts to sob as she's watching, and they're just have like Ada and Fitz are just having this moment of like understanding each other, and it seems like they're bonding. And then Fitz kind of stops, and he's like, "Well, there's only room in my heart for Gemma," and Ada's like, "Excuse me," like <laughs> the the understanding, soothing voice completely cuts out, and she's just like, "What?" <laughs> And Fitz becomes Fitz again. He's like, no, no, I mean, like, you know, and he starts, you know, stumbling over his words and Ada stands up and she's like, what do you mean? Um, and he's like, this, emo- this is a new emotion for you. Let's take a step back. You know, let's go back to understanding each other. It's fine. Um, and then he says, you remember the sensation you had when you were helping people earlier? <laughs> let's go back to that. <laughs> when she's like, you were like, you were mine. We were together. And we, we loved each other. And he's like, yeah, in the framework. Like, yes, he's, yeah. he's not handling it well. <laughs> he's, he is trying. He's trying, like, I think with legitimate sensitivity. Because like I was saying, like, I think he legitimately does care for even aside from the weird framework shit but yeah <laughs> yeah there's no there's no good way to deal with a baby god who just got her fucking emotions <laughs> yeah. and also fitz has never been really good at this kind of stuff also, like he hasn't he's true. had his moments and so now it's like mm, did we really expect him to be able to handle this well no <laughs> like, you're right with like with like what like seven years prep and his best friend in the world he was just yeah. as like stumbly and hugh grant well, british like at the beginning of the season, he couldn't even figure out why Gemma was mad at him for like building Ada. <laughs> like he just like kept coming back to like, so you're not mad, but you are mad. Like, what are you mad about? Like, like so did like, I fix it? Like, just like no, just yeah, let he her be mad. He just never understood that you well, and that like she could forgive him and love him, but not forgive the giant secret keeping. Yeah, like, 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 he's he's just 
he's very much like a realistic, I think, picture of a well-meaning, maybe in some areas very intelligent, privileged white straight male who is oblivious to other people's like, like emotional states and the way he impacts them. You know, like like I've encountered yeah. a lot of people like mm-hmm. that. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is your favorite part of Tal- Talbot, which uh, I started is, dying is. laughing when this scene happened. So um, Talbot <laughs> shows up in the hangar or in the, the lower part of the Zephyr and Coulson's like, hey, and he's like, shut your robot mouth. <laughs> I have my wind well, welded shut for you, he says. <laughs> and it is, I feel like it is the peak Talbot, like he's been, <laughs> he has been waiting to say this since the show started. <laughs> oh, it's so good! I was dying. I was like, "This is the moment." I love it. Um, and so Fitz is trying to get away from Ada, and so he locks himself in the containment module to get away from her. And then um, Davis extracts him, and he's like, "No, she's not stoppable. She's still going to get out. Like, we have to get away. We have to take off." And apparently, she has Lincoln's powers, so she electric. She like busts some electricity into the wall and like shuts down the the thing and of course she would use lincoln's powers of everybody's to get out and to wreak havoc like yeah, why not the melty guy why not her uh, yeah, yeah. Why not, why not him? of course it's lincoln <laughs> um and then colson is trying to explain to talbot he's like we're not robots and <laughs> talbot's <laughs> like don't listen to him assume everybody every one of them is a c-3po and then he's like explain in 50 words or less why i found everybody dead and robot bodies and mace is you know he came back is as a robot but then i found your robot body and colson's like well i can try <laughs> <laughs> it was, the two of them play off each other so well and it's like it's like the weird it's like two different comedic relief characters in, in, a, in an action movie like butting up against each other who have different oh. styles and it's so and good explain it, in 50 words or less like because talbot cannot process anything longer than that of course well, and like we know that like colson does great with characters like who are like wisecracking or whatever like ward or may or or and we know that like talbot does well with characters who are different in good foils like daisy just like seeing the two of them like basically like unleash their shtick that, that <laughs> other people play off them like on each other is just really great it's so good i love talbot so much sad he turns evil i wish he would stay like this for and he a, has long, like, a while longer yeah <laughs> he, he has you know what tb and emotional shit and manipulation he has a lot of stuff to like justify it but at the same time you're right like when he's on their side because he is still a bigoted stupid asshole like when he's doing the right thing anyway it for one like it's really there's some there's something very nice about heroes in our group of heroes like inspiring that behavior from someone who's not a great human you know and then i think also it's just funny (laughs) he's just he's genuinely funny so you want him to be with the good guys on good terms yeah because it's funnier if he's a good guy versus if he's a bad guy then it's like oh these jokes don't go these racist jokes really don't go over well when you're a bad guy (laughs) his what's he say he in a second he's gonna he's about to say something he's about to call yo-yo speedy gonzalez oh I didn't even write that down because i was like oh my god no, really? i was just like are you <laughs> fucking kidding me man <laughs> like, 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 
bad. I, I think I legitimately, I, I like that was one I, I'm positive on my initial rewatch. I did see and like blocked out. It was just like, I'm going to file that away so I don't have to hate, you know. Oh, God. It's so Adri- bad. Adrian, whatever his face. Adrian Sastar, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to hate him for saying racist shit that he doesn't mean because he oh, played a God. character. Rudy Gonzalez, so bad. So um, Fitz and Davis and the rest of the team get held up by Talbot's team and Fitz is freaking out. He's like, we have to go. She's going to come. She's going to kill us all. Um, And now he sounds like the crazy person that's like, you have to believe me. Um, And then Talbot has obviously heard Coulson's story and he's like, you expect me to believe this story? And then um, May is like, oh, like, because he is like explaining like, you know, all the weird things that Ada has done and May is like, oh, shit, Ada got out. Um, And then Piper comes around the corner where Ada is um, terrorizing um, Fitz and Davis (laughs) and shoots her. And she's kind of like, oh, God. And then Davis comes around the corner and shoots her like a lot. And then Piper shoves Fitz into the containment module um, so that they can get up into the Zephyr. And he's like, no, she can't be stopped. And then they get up into the Zephyr and Fitz is like banging on the window. And he's like, you guys, we have to take off now. May, take off now. And then he pulls, May, you're the only one else who knows about the Inhumans we tested at Hydra. (laughs) Which is awful. And she is so full of fear and conviction at this that she bolts into action and runs to the cockpit and doesn't even give a fuck what Talbot is, you know, upset about. <laughs> like, she just fucking leaves. And then they realize that they left Davis and Piper's like, oh my god. And Fitz is like, well, I'm sorry, but he's probably already dead. <laughs> and May takes off. and Or she starts to take off and Coulson's like, I suggest that you guys leave too. Um, but the Zephyr is going now, so bye. And so Coulson um, uh, or Talbot um, is like okay and they leave and I really love how even though Talbot's like mad like he trusts Coulson like he believe he's like oh you expect me to believe this story but he does believe it like he trusts Coulson so much that he just accepts what he says and leaves the Zephyr he doesn't put up a fight like I don't know no, their relationship well, it's true. is really sweet I think he, he's got this, <laughs> this it's, it's very clear at this point and I think like it is something that has been earned over the course of the series too mm-hmm. where like he legitimately respects Coulson because of his experience and like him knowing that Coulson comes through not on reputation alone or because he's supposed to you know or because of the title Coulson had when he met him like, like it's because Coulson is fucking badass yeah, and, and Coulson and, does and, the right thing. No and he knows what. what he's doing a lot yeah. more than other people who they both have like in their uh, interact with. And the the only little clip you hear when they cut back to that scene where he is like, like you expect me to believe that? Like where they where it, it enters, Coulson is trailing off and he's like, and then the underwater uh, you know, hydro base collapsed and uh exploded, and that's that's where we are. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's so far-fetched, like you say, like there's such a series of shit it's like first we were replaced by a robot they were put inside a matrix we got out of the matrix and we had to teleport to a rope you know to a different, different base it's like <laughs> it, it sounds fucking insane oh and and may and and fitz were part of hydra in this simulation so that's why they know like what ada is capable of and blah 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 and it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah, there's so many moving parts like it is it's like trying to summarize like a season and a half of our episodes like in like 50 words or less or whatever like nice try man i know but yeah so they're trying to get the fuck out um so god this next scene is so heartbreaking fitz is sitting in the containment module by himself and Gemma starts to walk by and she kind of stands in the doorway and 
she walks in and Fitz turns his face away so we can see his face and we can see her face, but he can't see her face. And Fitz just has the most devastating look of anguish on his face. And it's so, it's so much, it's too much to watch. And she doesn't say anything. She just like puts her hand on his back and he starts sobbing and she just holds him and they sob together. And that's just the scene. It's like, we don't even need anymore. Like it is the fucking saddest thing ever. Oh, they have just it been really so much. Um, and I love that Gemma knows that there are no words <laughs> right now. <laughs> like there are no words that would make either of them feel better. Like they just need to be together to heal. Um, and then they realize that Yo-Yo has plugged herself into the framework to go save Mac which, while all of this is going on. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez has, you know, God, I can't believe he said that. I completely forgot. Anyway, um, so now Ada has gone to Ivanov. And she's like venting to him about what happened, about what happened. And he's like, it's called heartbreak. And he, she's like, oh, I don't like it. And he gives her a thing of vodka and she like sucks it down super fast. And she's like, to be human is to suffer. And Ivanov offers, he's like, well, I can make you feel something else. And I was like, oh God, I thought he was coming on to her. No, I did too. And when this like um, started, I was, I, I, I was like, on my initial rewatch, I was like, oh, I hate everything about this. <laughs> like, this is like, the worst. I, but then he offers her the dark hold. And I was like, oh, thank God. And he's like, we can create the world that you created in the framework. We can get rid of all the inhumans and everybody in S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to be great. And she's like, okay, I like this idea, but I want them to suffer. They don't get to take the easy way out. And then she's like, and then she starts ripping his clothes off and no, shoves and she's like, him on the like, ground. Yeah, she's like pawing his chest. I think she kisses him once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she and, does. I, and, and I was like, no. Like, like, I know. Like, 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 I already felt like we'd been faked out once, like a split second before. And then, and then and this then starts. And then she his head in and she's like, make me feel something else. And then she kills him. And that was, uh, that was much better. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then another Ivanov walks in. He's like, oh, are we all better now? Like, fucking asshole. Why did you make so many of them? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't get like, that's, that's another one of my like little Ivanov issues for the whole season is his whole shtick now is he's somewhat independent because she doesn't know where he put his robot brain that controls all his robot bodies, right? Or his real brain yeah. connected to a robot hub. But yeah. where are they fucking coming from? Who's 3D printing <laughs> these bodies? Where, like, what's the infrastructure behind this? He doesn't have Hydra, right? Doesn't like who does he have? Like, like I don't understand. Once he's disconnected from her and her magical dark hold, like making matter from nothing, then. How does he have infinite fucking resources? Maybe he just printed out a lot of himself and he just has a room full of Ivanovs like there's a room full of daisies. Well, so is it the next know. one that we uh, start and we find that he's also made a Russian friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice Like there's one. like three other Russian guys, <laughs> yeah. oh, three, three other versions of one other Russian guy <laughs> for yeah. some reason. I don't, I don't even get that. <laughs> I know. I, it's all very confusing. Um yeah, I did not like this scene at all. I was very upset by... I mean, I was fine that she decided to be a murder oh, no. bot, but... It ended okay. <laughs> yeah. It, all it, of it, it was very strong. uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm 100% oh. with you. I did not like how it started. Ended strong. Yeah. No, it was fine. Um, So Talbot is walking around the playground, the destroyed playground, and he's getting ready to leave. And he's like, all right, we got to come back with another sweep team at dawn to like see what else is here. But I don't think anybody else is here. And as soon as he leaves... We pan over to the um, gateway that Ada made in the first third of season four, and Robbie Reyes walks out of it, and the writer has brought him back, and it's 
I was I fucking screamed. <laughs> like <laughs> cool special effects, effective a really effective like not cliffhanger but like tag, you know, like mm-hmm. to like, get us oh, to come yeah, back. Oh yeah, like here we go. <laughs> like And then the very end scene is Yo-Yo wakes up in the framework and she wakes up in Hydra strapped to a table because she is inhuman in this world and she was obviously being experimented on and she's screaming. That's that. And that's the episode. Good. It's a it's a really good one, like for sure. Great action, great pacing. Yeah. Like even having Aside rewatched it, <laughs> it's excellent. Yes, and, and 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 even like having rewatched it, like there's still stuff like whether like either fake out moments or or like action moments that it still like are really engaging. Even like having just seen it, so which isn't, I don't, I don't think a lot of shows that are like this can say the same <laughs> uh, yeah. you know right? like, like like with the comparable budgets and network tv you know sci-fi stuff it doesn't feel like i watch i watch a lot of that stuff and yeah most of it doesn't hold up as much on on re-watch, re-watching and you know as we you know we do call on call them out when we don't enjoy it but like the rope light stuff with lincoln you know last season it's like i see that a lot on cw shows i like them don't, don't get me wrong but the special effects budgets, you know, aren't always used maybe the most wisely. Like I think sometimes they like spend too much on one giant effect or whatever. But I feel like Shield does a really good job of pacing it all out. Like this season, the stuff we get with Ghost Rider is insanely good. Like it's as good as any movie. And there's just a bunch of other really cool action stuff. You know, uh, overall great episode and like very good, like penultimate episode. Like like send off for the finale. Yeah. Yeah, it sets up so much. God. And it feels like I can't believe there's still another episode because like I feel like fuck, like so much has to happen to like close this out. <laughs> and I can't believe it all yeah. gets wrapped up in one episode. So they they have such effective like um uh what am I trying to say? Like their storytelling is so effective and and efficient. Like they don't waste things it's economical yeah there we go yeah that's what i was looking for yeah um so let's end here because i think we're going to talk about all the character stuff in the next episode yeah because there's a lot of fucking sad shit that happens um so uh where can people find you on the internet and i'm on barely ever because of because of pandemic and it's (laughs) ilk uh i'm on i snow nothing on a few things uh where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me at Space Chess with four S's in the Jess. You can find this podcast at Project Tahiti on Twitter. Um, you can listen to us almost everywhere. And if you're a browser listener, you can listen to us on But Why Though, uh, uh, But Why Though com. We have embeds available on the website. Thank you all so much for listening to Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs>